Welcome back, Rosebuds. Today's stories feature a theme of not-quite-human encounters. There is something off about these situations. Some might consider them ghosts or aliens, or maybe there's a rational explanation. Either way, they leave you feeling like something isn't quite right. We have three true stories today and one fictional story for a total of four. Make sure to listen all the way to the end where I'll reveal the imposter fake story. With that, let's dive into our four haunting tales of the not-quite-human variety to tell in the dark. Story number one, Men in Black. This happened to a now-retired defense contractor who's the father of a close friend of mine. I know the whole family pretty well. This guy was not a big shot. He was a working engineer at a Southern California aerospace defense firm. He had security clearances, but nothing crazy. After suffering a heart attack, he was rushed to the hospital where the ER cardiologist recommended immediate surgery. The family's all there and already distressed. Then, a couple of guys in dark suits and sunglasses, mind you, this is at night and indoors, bursts in and says he's not going under anesthesia unless they're with him. Apparently, he knew more stuff than he let on. We thought maybe this was some type of intelligence squad sent there to make sure he didn't talk while going under. Strange thing is, they got there fast. The only rational explanation, which is still hard to believe, is that his employers must have been alerted as soon as he was checked into the ER, which makes me wonder about that whole men in black phenomenon. Story number two, are these alien encounters? I need to vent about my dreams featuring greys. After some deliberation, I decided to create this post since, lately, I cannot stop thinking about it, and hopefully pouring it out here will help me desensitize myself and convince myself that it's all in my head. I'm 30 years old and I live in Central Europe. My country has few known UFO cases. Since I was young, I used to be afraid of the nighttime and had trouble sleeping by myself. I often slept with my parents. I remember fearing windows in the bedroom for whatever reason. Even nowadays, I feel uncomfortable unless the bed is in a strategic position and I have trouble falling asleep without some light source such as the TV. Any unusual sounds gets my blood pumping, and there really isn't a rational explanation for these fears. The first time I saw the gray alien depiction on TV, maybe it was X-Files? That was when I was young. I remember becoming terrified for what now seems irrational. That uneasiness prevailed for quite a while whenever I watched science fiction in any depiction of the greys. For a long time, I used to wake up in the middle of the night with a feeling that something or someone was standing close to me, and then I'd fall back asleep. Admittedly, that didn't happen very often, maybe two to three times a year, but unlike regular dreams, which I can barely remember after waking up, those dreamlike states I remember quite vividly. They feel distinct to me and seem quite short, maybe even seconds. 
I can never quite tell what it was that woke me up. I have experienced sleep paralysis a few times, but these other episodes are quite different from sleep paralysis. I'm not sure if this is relevant, but what many people describe as deja vu, I experienced being able to pinpoint exactly when and what I dreamed about when the exact same situation is occurring. Perhaps there's no connection. Perhaps this is all in my imagination. Perhaps there's a screw loose in my brain. And yet, I can't shake the feeling that something more is at play here. For the last three years, the someone in the room dreams changed. They started featuring the gray aliens. I can remember seeing them up close. Maybe one meter tall, very light gray skin color. In one instance, I woke up with the creature standing right above me. All I could see was his head, and I had a good look at it. Unlike the menacing depictions where they have angular faces, protruding black eyes, and seem angry, this one had a big round head, no visible hair, slightly too big eyes for its frame, and it seemed as though it was smiling at me. I remember I couldn't stop looking at the eyes. They were darkish and had mesmerizing cloud-like patterns to them. In other instances, I woke up with the gray standing in front of my bed in the bedroom, and for whatever reason, I was angry, started getting up, and the gray seemed startled by my reaction and ran away from me. I followed him and discovered it was hiding behind a closet in the bedroom. I remember hitting him in the head, and that was that. All of these happened a year ago. I didn't have any more experiences or dreams until now. Two weeks ago, I woke up laying somewhere in a dark room with a red hue. I could see the gray's head in the distance. It seemed to be working on something. I remember becoming terrified, and then it looked at me. The fear intensified, and that was that. These dreamlike states seem short. It's like I'm awake, but not fully in control of myself. They all used to happen in my bedroom, but the last one definitely didn't happen in my bedroom, which made me start to feel like maybe it's not sleep paralysis. This is what prompted me to write it all out. I'm still not sure what to think of it all. I've always believed that perhaps I have some phobia, night terrors, or whatever coupled with a vivid imagination, but then I started seeing the greys, and now I wake up not in my bedroom? Assuming these dreamlike states are real, I'm not sure what they want with me, and how the greys are getting to me, and why the experiences are escalating. I'm no one special. The only unusual thing about me is my blood type A, which is quite rare in my country, and apparently some people believe it to be of a paranormal origin, which I find dubious, to be honest. I've always lived in big cities, in blocks of flats, so how are they not noticed if I'm being visited or even abducted? If this is all real, why would it start when I was little? How would they even find me? I don't remember them ever communicating with me or seeing any spaceships or whatever. I don't remember being actively abducted, nor getting any feelings or ideas from them. I must have watched all the UFO documentaries, read stories of experiences from others, and whatever it is that I'm remembering seems short and 
leaves me quite perplexed. I've tried talking about it with my two best friends, but they mostly dismissed me and told me to stop watching movies before I fall asleep. Not that I can blame them. When I once tried to talk about it with my father, he got quiet and changed the topic. It clearly made him uncomfortable, but I have no idea why. I didn't try to force the conversation. Admittedly, I tried the what-if route, yet that didn't seem to matter. So, internet strangers it is. I hope it either resonates with someone, or I'll be told to go get therapy for unresolved issues. Story number three. Where did he come from? When I was a child, two of my friends and I decided to explore around an abandoned house that was down the road from us. It was a typical abandoned house, paint peeling off, exposed wooden spots, plants and vines overgrowing, broken windows, roof tiles missing here and there. Well, we walked inside and it matched the outside. So we left the house mildly disappointed. We're walking alongside one of the windows when we see this very well-dressed man come into view. He was neatly groomed, maybe in his 60s, wearing a black dress coat, white shirt, and black tie. We didn't see him inside, never heard anything. Yet here was this man just staring at us blankly through the window. We ran home as fast as we could. I suppose it could have been one of the property owners that just happened to be inside the same day we were. There were a few rooms we didn't go in, but it feels like we should have heard him when we were in there. A few years later, the local fire department burnt the place down in a controlled burn. So, if it was paranormal, well, it's probably gone now. Story number four. Time loop or ghost? When I was a kid, about 10 years old, there was this house on our street that had been empty for some time. It wasn't an abandoned house. It was in good condition. Looking back as an adult, I'm pretty sure that the owner passed and it went into probate. It took about three years, but the property finally sold. During that time, it was empty. I didn't know that it was. Our street was sort of a small hill with our house being at the top and this other empty house being at the bottom of the slope. I loved to ride from the top down the slope as fast as I could. I'd do this on my bike or my skateboard at other times. One day I'm out playing and I skid to a stop in front of the house as I always did. This really old guy wearing all black comes out of his house, checks the mailbox, which was one of those little boxes by the front door, and then goes back in. Innocuous, right? Well, I start to see this happen a lot as I ride down the slope and skid to a stop right in front of the house. I didn't think anything of it. I was 10 and old people were weird, right? This goes on for weeks, and then one day at dinner, my parents and I are having a sit down around the table. My parents are talking about the house at the end of the block. My dad was pretty strict and felt children should be seen and not heard, especially at the dinner table. So I'm listening, but not saying anything. I hear my dad say, I think they finally sold it, and someone's finally going to move in. My ears really perk up because I was an only child and 
desperately hoped for new kids to play with in the neighborhood. I couldn't help but blurt out, What house, Dad? My dad gives me a stern look, but says, The gray house at the end of the street. I was really puzzled. I said, Someone already lives there. This old guy who always wears black and checks his mail. My parents looked perplexed. They stared at each other with strange looks, then started interrogating me. After a lot of questions, they put it down to me lying to get attention. I was pretty irritated, but as these things go, it's not like you have much power to defend yourself when you're a kid. Sure enough, end of that week, there was a family that moved in. They had a little girl, but she was only five. I was disappointed because she was far too young for me to play with. However, after they moved in, the man in black, perpetually checking his mail, stopped looking for the Daily Post. Well, Rosebuds, which stories were real and which one was made up? Have you figured it out? Before I do the reveal for our creative fictional story, it really helps us out on the algorithms if you just give us a quick thumbs up and maybe share this episode. All right, on to our imposter story reveal. Story number four, Time Loop or Ghost, the very last story about the man who was checking his mailbox throughout the day, was our made-up story. Now, I do have inspiration for this one. The kernel of truth is not of the paranormal variety. But when I was about 10 years old, I did in fact live on a street that was kind of on a hill, and there was this one house that was empty for the longest time. I pranked the other kids one time, telling them this exact made-up story to try to scare them into believing there was a ghost in the house. Most of them didn't buy it, and I had to acquiesce that I was just trying to spook them. I guess even from a very young age... I was drawn to the paranormal and writing ghost stories. Anyway, that's a wrap, Rosebuds. Thanks for listening. Until next time, take care and stay creepy.